Whenever you're ready. You ready again, turn? Yeah. All right, bet. All right. Okay. Hopefully the sound works this time, and it yeah. stays working. Second mm-hmm. time, man. Second time. Let's get back to it. Yeah. All right. All right. So, you want to do it, Bob? Or you want me to do it? I do it, man. What's up, people? This is episode three of the Black Talk Podcast. Welcome back. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Hey, episode three of the Black Talk Podcast. Yes, sir. So, like, um, so the first podcast we did was okay. The second one we did was better, and better. I think this one is gonna be even better. Even better. If we can get this sound quality better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a process. You know, you do things, you learn, and then sometimes computers just fuck mess with you for no reason. You know what they say in the church? With yeah. every new level, there's a new devil. Mm. Mm, preach. You. That's a little early in the segment. Preach. I thought, I thought we were saving that for the end. Preach. I thought that was a building block for the end. Mm-hmm. Get us, give them too early. Give them too early. Give them too early. I feel you. I yeah, feel yeah, you. yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like I said, as we get better, things will get better. Uh, better topics, better conversations, more engagement. Yeah, yeah. So let's keep going from there, man. What you got first on the docket? So the first thing I got on the docket again, again, <laughs> <laughs> tough. <laughs> but look, is the um the two most recent internet challenges? Yes, sir. For the women, it's been the silhouette challenge and the busted challenge. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, women will say like. Don't objectify women. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I love women. I think women are great. Amazing. I'm not. A, I'm, so I'm not he man woman hater. I promise. <laughs> I promise. But See, I guarantee. I it. guarantee it. You love the way you look. No. <laughs> <laughs> but said women will do stuff that that's like super sexual, mm-hmm. and then be like, "Don't look at me in a sexual way." Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm going to look at you in a sexual way. I'm going to sexualize you. Yeah. So. They'll be like busted and then they'll show like they ass or they'll do like a silhouette challenge showing they curves and they figure. Mm-hmm. And to me, if you're doing that, you're saying, look at me. You're saying, look at me. You're mm-hmm. saying, admire me or whatever, like mm-hmm. want me, whatever. That's what I feel. But then um, so I was talking to one of these girls and she said, you know, when a woman does it, it's woman empowerment. It's them owning their sexuality. Mm-hmm. But if a man says something about it, we out of line. Right. And, and I don't like that. Mm hmm. I mean, I think it's it's the. I get what you're saying, but I think it's the double standard of society that we live in today. Uh, like guys just can't speak on girls, and that's just what it is. Like, I mean, just keep it on it. Like, yeah, I mean, like I, I'm I'm on the side of you know, certain conversations should certain conversations everybody should be should be able to you know participate in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this particular scenario, uh, I think like we came to the. Conclusion that like I think there's a difference between um, a woman being sexy and then like not being sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would, I can't say I'll be a hundred percent okay with my girl doing any of these challenges or whatever. Uh, but not because I don't want her being sexy. Like go ahead, do you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more so about how we know society would look at this. Like we. We are looking at these from this thing from very sexual eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are looking at these from uh, a perspective of intentionally mm-hmm. objectifying women. Yeah. Um, and that should be said, you know, for me or whatever. Like, we do that. Like, I objectify her around the house all the time. And she wouldn't, <laughs> she wouldn't love me if I didn't objectify her around the house. Like, that's just what it is. Uh-huh. Um, and, I, and I think, like, 
when it's when it's consensual, uh, or it's, it's you know, well, no, no. If you put your body on the internet in a s- sexual manner, I feel like anything that anybody says after that is pretty. But consensual. I don't think it's sexual. I think it's it's just in a sexy manner. That's it. But if you know people will view sexy things in a sexual manner, because you live in a society, you know how people are. So it ain't like you'll be like, you know what, I'm about to be so different. When I post this, everybody's just going to accept this as what it is. No, no, you got cheeks. Like, look at them. <laughs> look cake. at them. You got cake. I love it. Pound cake. Like, I love it. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think it's, so I think here's the difference is like, like, if, so would you, if you saw a girl doing, doing the busted challenge and let's say a pair of sweats, would you look at her, at, would you look at her for a sexy manner or in a sexual manner? I'm gonna look at her as a waste of time because, <laughs> because that's not what I came here for. No, but you can start the busted challenge in this doggy pants, but hey, but when it when the beat drop, you gotta change. If if you like the beat drop and you want some jogging pants, man, I'm, I mean, but I'm that, recording your but profile. That, that's the point. <laughs> you want to jail. The, <laughs> call Mark. Mark. <laughs> No, but so I think the point of it is just to have fun and just to to, to dance or whatever because that's that's essentially what it is. Yeah. The uh, unfortunately, like I've been seeing, I haven't seen any of these busted challenges with other races, uh, but when I I've only seen from from black people or black mm-hmm. women or whatever. Right. Um, and unfortunately, when when black women do something, any kind of moving their body, it's it's um over sexualized. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that way. No, I they're agree. they're just. They're just having fun or whatever, um, and I'm and I'm with it. And I'm not I, yeah. I'm I'm not one of these guys that just sit up here and you know oh you shouldn't be, you shouldn't disrespect yourself like that. I would never. Nigga, shut up and watch this ass bounce. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, like when when the WAP video came out, mm. dude, I you don't understand. Like, I'm like all these dudes came out of the woodwork talking about oh you know you you wouldn't let your daughter listen to this or you wouldn't do this and you wouldn't do that mm-hmm. and how can you don't respect yourself and how dare you never find a good man and I'm like bro yeah, that's, that's... did you see all that ass my <laughs> <laughs> did you not see look, that that look, was it when I like, first when WAP first came out I could not I could I couldn't listen to the song and I still can't really listen to the song now. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to see the video, so I just put it on mute and watched it. That's, that's the same like, thing I did with the Beyonce checkup on the video for the Pink Panther soundtrack. I'm like, I'm gonna just mute it. I, I don't mean, even remember that. Oh, with I, Slim Thug, I think. I don't remember that video. I remember the song. I don't remember the video. You no, know, I was like Pink Panther, like sexy pink tight clothes and shit. Oh, I don't remember that video. Yeah, no, I'm mute. But yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I'm, I'm definitely not that man. Like a lot of these guys, he's just shut up. Sit back, watch that ass shake, and sure. be and be happy, man. Like what you 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 was okay when the whisp, when the yin yang twins is whispering in your ear, mm-hmm. but now you got a problem with uh with 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 the wop and all that stuff. I mean, I don't I don't care about that stuff. No, but yeah, like I was saying, is I think is the difference between being sexy and being sexual. Um, because it's not like they out here doing mating calls and shit. Like it's it's whatever. I think it kind of is though. I don't think it. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think it. I is. believe. You know what? In in a way, I because can understand. The, the, I don't want to dig myself into a hole because I just say I'm not a he-man woman hater, but the more I'm going to go down this hole, the more I'm going to sound like that yeah, guy. But and I, I don't want to be under, that. I understand what you're saying, though. Because like I feel like, you know, kind of like like Dave Chappelle said, like, you know, a uh, woman's thing is material and the guy's thing is a woman, right? Yeah. And everything a guy does is to get a woman, to right? To get that woman, right. And I feel like a lot of things that women do are for guys. 
Right. Uh, like, you know, they always say, you know, it's for me. Like when they get like when they get their boobs done, when they That's get their ass done, it's That's for me. Lie. It's for me. No, it's not. You've been sitting on your flat ass for years and it's right. never bothered you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then you see all these other girls getting ass shots with big booties, like they pants fit nice, and you feel bad because you just you you cardboard out here and it's tough for you. <laughs> Nobody's looking at you twice. Like you can't do the silhouette challenge. You out here looking like a lowercase L. We not <laughs> a zipper. Boy. <laughs> like but um, but anyway, out of the two challenges, which is your favorite? Definitely silhouette. I'm gonna say the silhouette too. Definitely the silhouette challenge. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the silhouette. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I seen as many of the silhouette as I have the busted, but hopefully it becomes more popular in time and it'll flood my timeline. Yeah. Uh, check Twitter. 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 Check Twitter. Just okay. hashtag silhouette challenge. All right. That's your friend. All right, bet. And um, while we on this. I'm, I don't. I do not. Did not mean to dominate the first part of this. <laughs> it's cool, but man. you it's know, cool. you know, strip clubs are opening back up. I didn't know that. So strip clubs have been closed for a while, and mm-hmm. they're opening back up mm-hmm. on the first. Okay. And I'm uh, like February. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm like excited. Are you? Yeah, because the strip club is like the one place I can tell a woman no. <laughs> Like I love it. Like no matter like no matter what you try to rules are different. Yeah, the rules like like yeah, you have no control here. Like yes, like the women come up to women come up to me, they talk to me, and then I can be like, you know what, I'm done talking to you. Excuse yourself. You know what I'm saying? I could never do that out in the wild. I could never do that in public. In the wild, like in the wild. You know what I'm saying? Like a girl come to talk to me in the wild. I'm like, oh my god, she's talking to me because she genuinely wants to. Right. Like, but here I understand the rules. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to get her money, yada yada. And then like I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna make you think you got a shot of me having to dance. I'm gonna be like, you know what? No, I don't want to. (laughs) I don't want to. I enjoy. I enjoy telling women no. Cause I don't get to do it too often. <laughs> like the, the game over. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all out of lamb chops. Okay, we out. Oh shit, <laughs> man. So, so speaking of the script club, I, uh, I had told my uh, one of my coworkers. He's a high low driver. I had told him we we had got on the subject. I don't know how, but we got on the subject of uh, strip clubs or whatever, and. Um, and they was talking about it or whatever. And you know me, I just don't go or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I had told them like, yeah, I went to the to the strip club for the first time like last. No, it was like two years ago almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because it was. Because this time like, the stripper tried to put her titty in my mouth, right? I was it for your birthday. Yeah, I don't remember that. Dog, oh, she dead ass tried to put her titty in my mouth. Whoa! Like she sat on my lap and tried. Like she was trying to like feed me, bro. <laughs> yeah, she tried to breastfeed me. <laughs> And then, uh, remember we was trying to dip because you and you and your brother was about to go to like see Avengers or something. Yeah, we was gonna go see Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. and she was like, you know, like I like I like you, like you're so chill, like you're not in a rush. I'm like, I'm actually really in a rush. <laughs> I actually got to go. I actually yeah, really you got had a game that night. Oh yeah, football? yeah, yeah. You had a flat foot. No, I think it was basketball. No, it was. It was football. I don't remember what I was playing. But I know you had a you had a a, a rec league game that night. So that was yeah. But she tried to like force feed me her titty. Wow, like stripper titty. Like man, they they always had to force feed you, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they just forcing upon us, man. We just victims out here. Yeah. But yeah, I was telling them like um, I was telling them like yeah, you know, I went to the strip club for the first time like a couple years ago, or whatever. Um, and I was, I was like, it was exactly what I thought it was gonna be. He's like, you never went back. I'm like, no, I have no plans on going back ever. Like, it was exactly what I planned on it to be. I said, no, what I didn't plan on, the food was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, the food was amazing. 
I said, oh, we, been to, we been to day shift, man. It was great. Yeah. I said, I'll go back for the food, but it's it's exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Like just ass and titties everywhere. So. Yeah, and I feel like that's a good environment to eat wings. Yeah, definitely. You know what well, I'm you know me, I, I was weirdo. I had the Philly steak and cheese. I yeah, this nigga got Philly steak and cheese at a strip club. Mm-hmm. That's and, tough and smashed. But it was like so. You said yeah. it was good. I got the wings. You know what I'm saying? It was smashed. Dog, one time I went to the strip club with my cousin. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to tag her in this because she know the story. So me and my cousin <laughs> went up there, and we sitting by the stage uh-huh. because the t- the booths cost or whatever. But you uh-huh. can sit by on the stage for free. Uh-huh. So we sitting there, we got our food. We she put our drinks like on the stage, but it's like a banister, so the girls ain't supposed to be able to knock your stuff over. Right. One girl went super duper wild and knocked our drinks clean over. Wow. And then she just kept dancing like she ain't knocked that shit over. She paid for him, right? No, what a lady gave us another one. Oh, okay. I'm Somebody like, paid for it. You ain't see her kick our drink across <laughs> the fucking lobby? But, um. Put my shit in the backseat of my car. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, but a good old, good old Pantheon, man. Good old. Is that the one we've been to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't, I had no idea. Like I said, I just showed up on my boy G. And actually, AJ, uh, our friend AJ talked me into it. I, I wasn't even to go. And oh, well, good job, AJ. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. No, but I felt, I feel like. I had talked to him about it, but I didn't talk to you about it because I knew you wouldn't want to go. Yeah, because because I had actually, what you doing for your birthday? You was like, yeah, I'm going to day shift or whatever. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, hey, birthday, bro. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, well, in general, I just don't do strip clubs. But I was also trying to save some money to like, I was I was moving out that year. Mm. I was moving out, uh, getting my apartment or whatever. And I was like trying to save money and junk. And so uh, it was actually weird because I had to... <clears throat> I was giving my girlfriend my money to save for me. Mm-hmm. So like when I got paid, I would cash I would cash her for like two or three dollars. Like, hey, mm-hmm. say this for me, say this for me, say this for me. Mm-hmm. Until I had the money to move out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I had uh I hit her up like, hey, I'm going to Street Club with G. See me some see me some of the money on my savings. <laughs> <laughs> so you told her you was going and she just said, Okay. Yeah, I mean what like I didn't even tell my girl at the time I was going. Oh, you was with yeah. I'm oh, sorry I, for that long pause. I was like, wait, because you remember? Because you remember my ex showed up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah my ex yeah, showed yeah, up. Yeah, I, I'm trying to. I was trying to remember who you was with, but I remember who you was with. Okay, yeah, wow. And then you know what? After afterwards, after I got back, she didn't ask me what I did that day. Wow. No, she didn't ask, so I didn't say nothing. That's not love. Because I didn't want to be like, yeah, I went to this strip club, and then this girl, you know, she put her titty in my mouth. She tried, she tried to put her titty in my mouth. <laughs> of course I did not. Yeah, right. No, I'm like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> That's not my girlfriend's nipple. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's tough. That's tough. That yeah, is tough. No. But yeah, so that was that was a cool, cool, uh, cool experience. Like I said, I'll, I'll go back for the food. Yeah. But it was, it yeah. was par for the course. I knew what was coming. I want to say, though, Coliseum got the best state. I ain't a big state guy. Right? Ooh, ooh, shit. Let's get off of this. Hey, yo. What's, what's, yo, what's next on the docket? We got on the docket. Uh, so when this episode comes out, it'll be uh, the first Wednesday in um, February, which is, unfortunately, is Black History Month. And I say unfortunately. Yeah, I, I saw your face. I, I say unfortunately because it's the it's the shortest month in the year. Mm-hmm. And they was like, here, niggas, take that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, we do have some, for all the people that, you know, are against Black History Month. You just go ahead and skip this. Niggas against Black History Month? I know a lot of people that are against Black History Month. That's tough. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I understand why, but I don't agree with it. Like as <clears throat> at some point you gotta celebrate the small victories that you know that we do have or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just even if you take this time to acknowledge, like even if you if you 
you know, celebrate the people around you, celebrate your family or whatever. Like, think about the things like, like we could be in a totally different time right now. Like, thank God we are born into the day we are born in or the time we're born in because it can be so much different well not for not for you for me whoa like, <laughs> you'll be a house nigga target <laughs> yes target you like it you 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 a light bulb you, you'll be in the house yeah like, I'll, I'll be i'll probably be on the field somewhere um but yeah so uh it's black history month um and i wanted to just give a little you know a little um a little shout out to one of the people lesser known some lesser known black history figures or whatever um oh and first off uh r.i.p cicely tyson yeah yeah r.i.p cicely tyson um one of our one of our acting phenoms one of the people that put on the acting crit, uh clinic as people would say mm-hmm. but um <clears throat> i don't think we should look at this in like in a bad light man she was 96 when she died yeah that is a full life yo Four. if i live to be 96 y'all be popping bottles i don't even drink no. pop bottles if i die at 96 man, that's like, yeah i mean yeah that's, that's pour long, one out for me on that's my a long grade. long time bro <laughs> she like probably, she lived through like segregation she lived through a lot integrate, of stuff yeah all, like all of that shit all like, of that stuff that's yo. Tough. that's a lot and then just imagine like all the like all the knowledge she passed on i don't know if she had any kids or not or whatever yeah. but all the knowledge she passed on to her her kids or her grandkids or her nieces or her you know whatever right. like that's a lot of stuff that's that a is. lot of years a lot of a lot of stuff we could take take on and learn from or whatever mm-hmm. but um enough of that they um the person i black history figure i chose to pick was of course an artist um by this the name man. of jacob yeah got to man uh, gotta put on for the artist because lately only people that really get get uh some shine is like basquiat everybody know who basquiat is like mm-hmm. he was you know Harlem, all that stuff, New York um, artists or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, it's a lot of people that impacted people like Basquiat that we have no idea about. Right. So this guy, his name is Jacob Lawrence. He was born in 1917 in Atlantic City, New Jersey. He was raised in Harlem, New York. <clears throat> he was a prolific painter who portrayed African Americans' art, African Americans in his art. Lawrence was a visual storyteller. His paintings were narrations of circumstantial and historical events in black life. Uh, one of the biggest pieces he did was called uh, The Great Migration. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a total of 60 pieces um, that shows the migration of black people from the south to the north looking for like jobs and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did these 60 pieces uh, at the age of 25. Mm. Yeah, and so like they they up in like some museum somewhere or whatever, but really dope. I looked at them. It's really dope seeing like these different, different. Um, they're they're look they look almost like pop art, not necessarily like actual, um, not realistic, but it's more like caricatures. Right. Um, and you see these different people like travel on the train, going to like the the city life and moving from the country and learning how to work with their hands and work in factories and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's it's pretty cool art. So shout out to Jacob Lawrence, uh, artist. If you guys have a chance, look him up. If you are an artist, a painter, draw an artist or whatever, look him up. Get some inspiration, all right? Yeah, and I actually uh, selected one too. The guy I picked, his name was Lonnie Johnson. So he was an inventor, mm-hmm. but the dude also worked at NASA, right? Yeah. And what he's known for is the super soaker. Go. Yeah, so pretty much dude was just doing NASA science stuff and he decided to, you know, invent a super soaker. Mm-hmm. And he was in the news a couple years ago with a lawsuit from Hasbro mm-hmm. because what happened mm-hmm. was Hasbro had been shorting them 
on the royalties he was supposed to get. Right. So in 2013, they he sued and he got paid about 73 mil. That's crazy. Got paid about 73 mil, and they say the Super Soaker is uh, over a billion dollars in sales. That's crazy. So uh, I just want to shout out, you know, uh, Lonnie Johnson for the Super Soaker for making our childhoods fun. Exactly. And imagine all like all the like all the knockoff Super Soakers that came oh from for that. sure like. Like sure. the the water gun industry, just because it is guy, is mm-hmm. booming. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Me and AJ actually met over Super Soakers. Really? Yes. That's crazy. I know that. That's nah, crazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a. Uh, I think I had a knockoff Super Soaker. I didn't have a real Super. Soaker. Yeah, me neither. I think I had a knockoff. Uh, it wasn't one of them knockoffs where you pump in it spray. Uh-huh. Mine actually, you got to pump it and then pull the trigger. Uh-huh. You know, you got them other ones. Not a store. You, you pump it and it spray automatically. Like yeah. That's cheap. No, I'm not like that. Yep. But I remember I actually broke mine. Mm. I uh, I broke the little canister that holds the water or whatever. So innovation, man. My dad, <laughs> my dad got an old two liter, filled it up, screwed <laughs> it on, and it worked perfectly. <laughs> so ever since then, like if I if my two liter if I lost my two liter, get another one. That's tough. Rinse That's it sweet, out. Though. Rinse it out with some hot water. Make sure it ain't no more pop or whatever in it, so it ain't all sticky. Screw that joint on, you good. <laughs> when you're yep. on the popping. And it held more water. Because <laughs> yeah, it's a big ass two liters. So it held more water. So it was straight. Uh, my neighbor across the street had like the super deluxe super soaker. And we had a water fight, got my ass whipped. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I was so mad. I dead ass went in the house and didn't come back out another day. <laughs> like this nigga had the super soaker with the backpack and that shit. I'm like, nigga, why your shit take batteries, dog? Like, like no, and nine thousand, you know what I'm saying? And I had, and I had the uh, the knockoff one where when you pull it squirt. That's what I had. So I'm doing this, and this nigga just like, damn, like, like I was, was semi automatic. Yeah, I was dead ass out my way class on that one. Oh my god, that's horrible. No, that is horrible, man. Oh man. So uh, episode one, I brought up how um, how like I wasn't drawn or whatever. I haven't drawn in like years, mm-hmm. but I actually drew something and I finished it and like. I'm like super, super um, proud of. It. Oh, the one picture with the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm super proud of it or whatever. And it made me think about um, like I took a whole Saturday and just did nothing or whatever. And it made me think about um, this thing now that's been the trend for the past like two, three years. Uh, Self care days mm-hmm. and like people talk about your mental health and making sure you're taking just some time for yourself and just decompress. Um, some people do other things like I know some people just read for self care some people actually go out and get like some girls go get like manicures and pedicures and stuff like that I actually know some guys who go out and get you know uh, Maddie Petties or whatever. I need a petty bad bro like I haven't really gotten one before but I know some guys who got it um, I need it I hear it's, I hear it's like definitely worth it like, I feel like it would probably actually improve my balance at this point because <laughs> I this shit is treacherous. Uh, yeah, I, I want to get one done, but like my cuticles is like horrible because I bite my nails a lot. Me too. So like my my cuticles is bad. But uh, but yeah, so I took. I think I just when I left that that episode one, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take some time. I'm gonna actually start back drawing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I took that Saturday. Excuse me. I took that Saturday and I started drawing or whatever. And I was like, you know what, these are going Saturday is gonna be myself my self-care day or whatever mm-hmm. and it just made me think about you know what what other guys do for self-care because we see it girls love flaunting what they do for their self-care absolutely you know no 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 bad vibes and keep that toxic stuff over there for uh-huh. the, gotta keep myself safe all that stuff right but like you don't really hear too much about guys like guys don't really share too much yeah um so like, even what, if guys did nobody would care nobody would care nobody it's, would care it's a cry on deaf ears right <laughs> seriously so uh so what what do you what do you do for self-care 
self-care for me, man, is the ability to do nothing. Mm-hmm. So, or, or to not have any responsibility mm-hmm. to anyone or anything. So for me, self-care is just being able to be in my room, play some 2K, play some chess, whatever I want to do. But I don't got to worry about nobody asking me to do nothing, nobody telling me to do anything for whether it's a whole day or a couple hours throughout the day. I know whatever I choose to do with my time is mine. Right. And even sometimes if I have extended time periods, like when I was off for the past two weeks, I'm like, you know what? I feel like writing some music because I don't write music nearly as much just because my time is so limited now. Uh-huh. So when I get some time, I'm like, you know what? I played some 2K. I lost. Didn't feel like doing that no more. <laughs> played some chess, took some L's, didn't feel like doing that no more. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write some music, something okay. I know I can win at. <laughs> All right. But uh, what about you for your self-care, though? Uh, I think so. Like I said, I, the Saturdays, the drawing has been it was so refreshing. And you know what? It actually made me mad. Like I had like a bad day Monday and then I called in Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I called in and like, this is a, it's very rare for me to call in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called in Tuesday, but like, um, I always like plan my, uh, my schedule for my team ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So like, so at the end of the night, Monday, I already make Tuesday schedule. Then mm-hmm. like Tuesday, I make Wednesday schedule. So, <clears throat> so if anything happened, if I come in late or whatever, um, the supervisor can go on my drawer, pull the schedule out, put it up, and they can run perfectly as if I'm there. Um, so lucky him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was like, I called in, I text him, I text, I text my supervisor, I text my supervisor's manager, put them in the group chat, and I was like, look, I called in, I'm using my sick day, I'm not coming in. Right, and I stay home and I drew all day, and it was amazing, yo. Nice. Like it was amazing. Like I been been to work, and it actually flooded over into Wednesday when I went back to work, and I went to work, and I was like, I'm not finna care about nothing. And when I say our numbers dropped so much, <laughs> and I did not care. Like I'm like, bro, I am gone at ten o'clock. Like that's the beauty. So we went from. um 10 hour shifts to 8 hour shifts uh-huh. so now we are essentially at this plant running 24 hours uh, 5 days a week uh-huh. um, where before we were only running like I think like 21 hours 20 something like that um, but it was just just two teams would work each day now all three teams are working all you know these days or whatever mm-hmm. so it's ridiculous but the good thing is we don't have to stay over where before, if we ran those 10 hours, we had to stay over if the numbers is low. Right. Um, because it's another two hours before somebody come in. Right. Now, somebody's coming in right behind us. Right. So I'm like, look, bro, 10 o'clock come, I'm out. I don't care what y'all say because the other team is here. Right. So numbers dropped. I didn't care. I didn't rush. I didn't like all my trainees. I didn't care about them. You know, whatever they had going on. Be on your phone, bro. I don't care. Like, <laughs> so you was at you was there with it. Look, I was I was with the shits. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's actually a perfect segue to something I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Way okay. to go! Look, so how many jobs have you had? Uh, I'll let's see. Meyer U-Haul. This nigga counted Meyer. That shit's tough. Yeah, <laughs> I worked at Meyer for like two months. <clears throat> two, My, you was there for two months? Yeah. I thought you was there for like three weeks. No, nah, it was like two months. Damn. Yep. Uh, Meyer, U-Haul, that one plant, um, the grocery store, and then the other two jobs. So about including this one, eight. So, what? Tell me about the worst supervisor or manager you've ever had out of any of your jobs. 
Um, or if you want me to go first, while you think about that, I can do that too. No, nah, I got it. So, uh, by this one job, I'm not gonna say the place or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, because I still go there. I still frequent this particular place. Uh-huh. Um, but it was horrible. Um, so at the end of the night, <clears throat> it was a it was a pretty much a skeleton crew. Mm-hmm. Um, very few people at the end of the night. Or at the end of the week, we had to do yeah on Thursdays. We had to do uh, drops. So mm. we had to take whatever, however much was in the drawer, mm. take out 500, drop it into the bank or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then, yeah, so apparently, like, if, if your drawer was short, you had to replace the money or whatever. Mm. And like, I think it was like a margin of like $4 you can get away with or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it was short anything over that, that's it. You got to pay for it. So, End of the week come. Who the fuck kind of shit is that? Yeah. So nigga, I'm quitting. Look, <laughs> no longer there. <laughs> so so end of the week come or whatever. Um and like my my drawer came up forty dollars short. Mm. This is the thing though. We had just had a thunderstorm came through and knocked the entire power out. Mm-hmm. So everything was shut down for like maybe 30 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. so we couldn't do any transactions for people nothing or whatever so and then for me i wasn't on the registers like that anyway i was on the registers only when we had a large amount of uh, large amount of uh large amount of customers in the in the store or whatever other than that i was outside in the back you know running errands or whatever so so there's one particular time i was you know on the drawer back and forth or whatever and they come to drop the money we fought out a short and I'm like, I'm not giving up for a dollar. <laughs> right. Like y'all got me messed up. Like right. y'all know the power just went out. Like check y'all system. Something must have went wrong because mm-hmm. I'm not finna put no forty dollars in this mm-hmm. in this place. Right. So that was that was the that was a strike against me. And then I, like the what is so this is one particular manager. Yes, this okay. manager was going around. You know, oh somebody stole this money and mm. this, this and that. And like I, I had no problem when you you know trying to trying to figure it out when you talking to like other co-workers and supervisors or whatever that's cool but when you start telling other people the people that come into the store or whatever oh somebody finna get fired and blah 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 blah. yeah that's tough yeah man like nah so i was like you know what yeah i'm done here <laughs> yeah, so that's all i left and that was it i have but I, I i guess i still frequent that store and for the longest the, the manager was still there and i actually quit without like putting no two weeks notice but, in I don't, hey. I don't do two weeks notice no more yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, nigga, so, get a two day notice, nigga. I am gone two days. Yeah, yes, I am out. So, I'm done. So yeah, I, so I go back there or whatever. She, oh, you finna clock in, <laughs> nigga? No, <laughs> like I, I went back years later, and that was her response. You finna clock in, right? Mm, no. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck was it? Um. Oh, so I think that's wild that they make y'all replace the money because when I was working at one of my bank jobs, my drawer was short like five hundred dollars one time. Yeah, I thought I was fired. Wow, I ain't get fired. Whoa. I didn't take the money, of course, but you know, like just you doing shit at the bank, you giving up I'm giving away thousands and thousands of dollars a day. A day. A day. And then somehow I ended up five hundred dollars short. And they never they was never able to find it. Wow. And then I think even when I went to my other bank, my second bank at a PNC or whatever, I think I was still end up being short like about five hundred dollars too. Wow. But like I don't know it was five hundred, but uh you I mean, when you're banking dog, you know with thousands and thousands of dollars, you go be short. And then I was the vault teller. So mm. I would have like $150,000 I was supposed to count at some point of the night. You know, so a pack of 20s get stuck under something. It's $2,000. Like, nigga, it's 530. I gotta go. Yeah, it's time for me to go. Yeah. 
Time for me to bounce. But let me tell you about the worst manager I ever had. Uh-huh. So, yeah, this is a whole time stamp B. Get ready. <laughs> so, turn you up. <laughs> so, look. This manager was terrible. Okay. She had this complex to where she thought she was just such hot shit. Mm. She... I believe that she used to be like above average pretty when she was younger mm-hmm. and thinner mm-hmm. or whatever, but that's not who she is today. <laughs> and I don't think we she talking know- about today, <laughs> right today. And I don't think she knows that she's not that same hot young thing anymore. You know, like you, you, that's not you. So she, so she just think that she's like super cute. She thinks she's like better than everybody. She's like super entitled and everybody can be inconvenienced, but her. If she's inconvenienced, then it's a problem. If somebody else is inconvenienced, you know, that's just how the job is. Right. It's inconvenient sometimes. <laughs> so, but how bad, but how bad was she? How bad was she? So, one day I was on vacation. I was on vacation. I was coming back from vacation. Uh-huh. And this was the week my mom, uh, my mom had got like super sick or whatever. Uh-huh. And then I had messaged her. I'm like, yo, my mom got to have surgery or whatever. I'm not going to be in tomorrow. Or whatever. I'm like, you know, she almost died. She got to have surgery. I'm going to be in tomorrow. And then she said, okay, but the thing is, we need somebody to open tomorrow. I'm like, I told you my mom almost fucking died. And you're going to tell me you need somebody to open tomorrow? You open. Yeah, I'm not. So I didn't even reply. I didn't even reply. Good for you. Left that shit on red. Self-care. Yeah, self-care for sure. (laughs) And, um, and, And this lady always had it out against me. Always. But it wasn't just me. It was another one of my coworkers. So one of my coworkers... Had end up getting pregnant or something, right? And she didn't want to. She didn't want to keep the baby, so she was like, "Yo, I'm about to go get an abortion or whatever." And um, she was super casual about it. Which I think is wild. Yeah, I, that's like, wild. Like I said, being at the being at the bank, girls, people just talk about everything. Because you see. with these people for like ten hours a day. I see. So, and this is the same girl with the whole story. The same one who robbed ah. the nigga. Yeah, the same girl who robbed the nigga. And um, that's nuts. Yeah, and uh. So anyway, she told the manager, she's like, yo, I'm not going to be in because I'm about to go and get an, I'm, I'm going to go get an abortion on this day or whatever. And then the manager was like, OK, started looking at the schedule. And then she was like, well, what time are you going to go get it or whatever? And then she told her the time and she said, well, can you come in like after? Like you want her to come in after an abortion? Like she's literally destroying the whole baby. And you want her to come in after? And you say that shit like it's OK. You know what I'm saying? And like this, I'm telling you, this manager was just terrible like so everybody at my so my branch we we shared a management team because our branch was so small we shared a management team so people at our branch had a problem with this manager and the people at the other branch had a problem with this manager but they just never ever did anything about it so we just all had to suffer with her until she quit and then i found out she was quitting me and my co-workers, we went out to the bar. We had drinks. <laughs> we pulled up. It was so nice. And when she told me, like, I was, like, so happy. I felt like this thing, this burn had been, like, lifted off of our shoulders <laughs> and everything. And I was just, I was just so happy. But, uh, yeah, that, she was, like, a horrible manager. And every nothing was ever her fault. Nothing ever. was ever, ever her fault. Like, she would be working on something. And then she would forget to sign something, mm-hmm. like a document for a loan or something. You know, had to be had to be Greg's fault. Like, wow. like okay, I wasn't at this branch this week, but it's fine. Right, I ain't even on schedule today. No, nah, but that's but that was it though. That's nutty. Yeah, nah. That is nutty. So I was a supervisor for a little bit at a at one of my banks. I think I did it for like three months, mm-hmm. three to three to six months, and I just. That's just one for me. That's tough. Like being a supervisor is tough. I'm I'm a team lead and I hate it. 
Like, and like, I feel like the the pay is not worth the stress. It's not. So some days I go in and I be like, like I said, I just when I I just don't feel like it. Like, cause I'm unfortunately I learned from one of the overachiever team leaders, mm-hmm. but he was super cool mm-hmm. and like everything flowed. Mm-hmm. So like, but when you go to the other shifts. Like team leads sit at their desk all day, mm-hmm. don't do nothing until somebody call them. Right. Where on the other hand, the guy I learned from, like he was, he never sat down. Like occasionally you will catch him standing at his desk, and he'll he'll be on the Google incognito mode checking like uh, baseball <laughs> scores or whatever. Yeah, super cool. I do super cool. Yeah, you said baseball. I knew he was white. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he watched basketball. He watched basketball, football, and baseball. Yeah, uh, but I think he's more of a baseball guy. He actually played. Minorly, amateur league uh, baseball, um, but yeah. So he's super cool guy, or whatever. Uh, but I learned from him because he was our he was our team lead. So when uh, when he left, like I already had all his mannerisms and how he did stuff. But after going to so many other shifts, like doing overtime, other people's shifts, and I'm like, dude, y'all don't y'all don't do nothing, right? Like. I'm gonna start doing that, <laughs> like, like, because, because we we in a union, right? So I don't I don't get paid more for doing more, right? Like I get paid the same amount you get paid. I get my raise and you get your raise. Yep. So no, like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not about to do this, right? So yeah, I just I just stop going above and beyond. Every now and again I'll do it, you know. what I mean, just because like I'm already on like really good rapport with the general manager, uh, the general manager and the assistant manager. And some of the um, like engineering managers or whatever. Yeah. Like we on really good accord or whatever. Nice. Um, so every now and again I'll do it just to keep that image up. But you not you're not finna get all of this out of me, man. Until I get a raise, you're not finna get this out of me. You ever had to fire anybody? I can't. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm only a team lead. I'm not a supervisor. I you can't you fire. ever been in a room when they fire somebody? No. Yo. I mean, I can I can give the okay. I can like so I went with trainees or whatever or. They really temps, but I don't uh-huh. like saying temps. I call them trainees. Uh-huh. So, um, so if a if a temp isn't working out, like if they not if they not moving fast enough, if they not learning the job, then I can be like, yeah, let, let that person go. Mm. But if they hire it in, yeah, I have no say. So all like all I can do is give them an infraction and then um, tell George to write them up, yeah. or sorry, tell supervisor to write them up. I can't <laughs> I can't actually write them up. I can just do infractions. That's it. Yo, so I'm gonna make this story really short. So being a supervisor. I had to be in a room when the manager fired somebody just one time. So, and I didn't be a supervisor for that. I, I don't even know why the heck I wanted to be a supervisor. Looking <laughs> in hindsight, I should have just told everybody no. So, it was this one girl working at the branch. I think she might have been short, probably like $600, $1,000 or something. She was short. And, you know, people be short all the time. People be short all the time. So then uh, one day the, the assistant manager called me in there. She said, yo, Greg, we going to have to let what's your name go today. I'm like, word. Like, dang, you got to do that. That's tough. <laughs> and then she said, well, but the things I'm going to need you there. I'm like, what you mean you need me there? What you need me there? So she said they need a witness. I'm like, oh, dang. So I've been carrying this with me all day. She told me this at like 10 a.m. And I'm like, oh my God, like, are you about to do it right now? She said, no, we're going to wait to the end of the day. So we're going to make the whole girl work the whole shift. And then we got to let her go. I'm like, oh my God. So so it's getting towards the end of the day. And I'm like, surprise audit or whatever. And then she said, oh, okay. I'm like, cool. So everything going according to plan. She's none the wiser. I'm counting her money and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, boom, she balanced. So she's we putting her money up. And she's talking about all of this stuff that she going to do at work when she come in tomorrow. And I'm like, mm, like, no, you not. No. You not, though. 
So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, cool. So we put her money up. We counted it, put it up, locked it. And I'm like, yo, the assistant manager wanted to see you real quick before you go. So we walked over there and then I closed the door. And then the assistant manager sitting there in front of the desk. Oh, girl, sit down at the desk. And the first thing I do is look out the window. <laughs> I look dead ass out the window on the like, more witnesses. Yeah, on the side, on the right, on the South Field Road, bro. And um, the assistant manager was pretty much telling her that she's fired, pretty much. Wow. And then she was just saying it, and I'm just getting more and more nervous as time goes on. Like I started brushing my hair, looking out the window. <laughs> Like, I just needed something to do with my body and hands. Like, I think I never brush my hair. And I'm brushing my hair looking out the window. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like God. no mirror. Nigga. Right. I'm just brushing my hair like she getting fired. Like, no, everybody does this. And, <laughs> this, is, this is normal. And um, the girl started crying and stuff. Wow. And then um, the manager started. They started yelling at each other. And I'm just standing there brushing my hair like waves, <laughs> baby, waves, waves. 360s. Like, I need them. And um, then she left. And and that, and that was it. But it, it was kind of awkward being in there when somebody get fired, especially I, when you had to hold it in all day. Like, yeah, how could you do it? Yeah, that, then though? she made her. Then she was like, "Yeah, why you make me work the whole day?" And the manager was like, "Well, you were scheduled to work today." Wow. So, See, I got, I got a, uh, so I got fired twice. Damn, I got fired twice. Um, and it's the same thing. Like they they waited until the end of the day. Now one of them I like tried to get fired or whatever because I just didn't want to work there no more. Mm-hmm. And it was like um, I had already had like I think at this particular job I could only have like five points. Mm-hmm. Um, and each time you come late is like a point or half a point or something like mm-hmm. that. Was this a place <laughs> out in uh, Livonia? No. Oh no. Um, I actually I actually left there and he asked me to come back and I was like no nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we actually stayed on good terms, mm-hmm. but um, this particular place, um, it was actually um, uh, I don't want to say her name, um, but remember the I was working at that plant and um, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. The, the girl at yeah. the time the, this girlfriend her mom was HR or whatever yeah the, yeah yeah so um, I had got tired of working at the plant or whatever because it was. I didn't know that it was like a temp job or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was actually hired in, mm-hmm. and like I had seen like all these, um, like it was just a bad work environment in general. Like I was, I was one of five people on my shift that spoke English. Mm-hmm. Um, I was maybe one of three people that spoke po- perfect English, and I was like one of two black guys. Mm-hmm. So I was just like it was the odds were not in mine <laughs> in, in in their favor. I was not going to be here long. <laughs> Um, so, um, I saw my supervisor walk up, which is the other black guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the story next about him. So he, he walks up or whatever. And, uh, he's, you know, you got to go to the office. You got your other, uh, you got your other point or whatever. Cause I was coming late, like back to back to back on purpose just to get fired or whatever. Uh-huh. So coming in late, like for like two weeks or whatever, got those points racked up. So he's like, yeah, you know, you got to sign this and you know, you got your points and yeah, so I'm okay, cool. So I come back out. I'm working. I used to cut fabric for these cars or whatever, for like the seats and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So I would cut the fabric. So I'm sitting there doing the same job or whatever. And then um, I see the supervisor come out and he's with like a, a big group of like new employees or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yep, yeah, it's my time to go. <laughs> so then, so two o'clock hit. He's like, hey, Bobby, man, come here. So I'm like, cool. So I walk in the office and then, um, and uh, the girl, the the HR lady is there. This is my ex girlfriend's mom or whatever, uh-huh. and she's like, "I'm so sorry, Bobby, but you know we gotta let you go." I'm like, "Cool!" <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I was like, 
thank you. I was like, cool. You know what I'm saying? That's whatever. And she's like, you know, you have a good day. I hope it works out. I'm like, I'm going to be great. I am going to be fine when I leave. Yeah. Trust me. Trust so, me. So, so the funny story about that particular supervisor, that guy, the black guy, um, after I got the team lead position at this job, mm-hmm. he was a temp at my job. Mm. <laughs> So now you his boss now. No, I was his boss. Uh-huh. I mean, he, he wasn't on my shift, but he was in my department. Yeah. And it was a possibility that like I could have went to that shift mm-hmm. to do like overtime or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I would have been his boss while I was there or whatever. But yeah, it was funny. It was a funny story. Then I think he ended up quitting. But he, he wasn't there long after I saw him. I recognized him. Like, oh man, what's up? He's like, oh man, not much. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny. Nice. A funny story. Dude, have you ever been have you ever been somewhere? Or not, I can't even phrase it like that. It, you do, you do not know the fear and terror that comes over you when you're out with your girlfriend and you see somebody sees you, a girl sees you, but they're wearing your mask and you don't know who that girl is, mm-hmm. but they wave at you and speak to you mm-hmm. and look dead at you. Mm-hmm. Dude, it is terrifying. <laughs> like, 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 tell me more. Like, what happened? So, um, so me and my girlfriend at the grocery store, we're in line and, uh, uh, my girlfriend asks this girl, hey, are you in line or whatever? Or she, we, we were walking to get in line. My girlfriend says, hey, are you in line? And the girl's like, yeah, we're in line. She was like at like the, you know how they have the Kool-Aid section, like right near the thing yeah. or whatever. So she's over there. So she come back to her buggy and she has a little girl with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's at the buggy. She come back and she look at me and just wave like, hey. And I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> Like the fear, like my heart dropped. Like, well, like, well, what do you think was gonna happen? Nothing. It, just, it was just the like I am out with my girl right now. I don't know you, man. <laughs> hey, I do not know this woman. See, I promise, babe. I do not know. Her. <laughs> <laughs> but, Has that happened before? Or something? Did she trip off on you about this? Before? No, no. She's never tripped. Like, so the thing is. The unfortunate truth is that I know somebody every time I go somewhere. Uh-huh. No matter where I go, like downtown Detroit, I can go to Texas right now and I know uh-huh. somebody. I can uh-huh. go to Antarctica, I know somebody. Damn. Australia, I know somebody. Tubs, like, <laughs> like I know somebody. Whether it be somebody's cousin mm-hmm. or like like whether they know me and I know them or just I know them from somewhere. Right. Um happens a lot. Like I'm a I'm a church baby, been in church almost my whole life or whatever, especially the past like seven, eight years. So I know a lot of people from other churches. Right. They may not remember me, but like, oh, that's such and such from this place, that's such and such from that place. And most of the time they do know me. Or it's been very rare occasions where I know somebody and or somebody knows me, I don't know them. Mm-hmm. It's been very rare. Where like I'll know their face, I know where I know I'm from, but uh it's rare that I don't know their name. Right. So like <clears throat> I think it's only happened like maybe once or twice or whatever. Um, but whether it's guy, girl, whatever, young, old, I know somebody everywhere I go. Um, so just this particular day or today, I was just, it was just like, it was terror. Like, I don't know why. This is never, I was never being caught off guard like that. But like, like, see, but see, you, like you got priors or something. Like, like, you, <laughs> like, you, like you've been struck before. Like, I, I don't. But it, I don't know. It was just the the fear, like fear to go. I'm like, God, I don't know what's gonna happen in this in this grocery store right now. <laughs> She's gonna pop off on me. I don't know. But uh, I feel like I feel like your girl be pretty understanding to a degree. I think she she already got a problem that like I'm cordial with some of my exes or whatever. Uh-huh. So to see just this random girl in a grocery store, she would hate me. <laughs> she would just definitely hate me. Yes, a lot. <laughs> uh, so it's it's. 
I don't know. It was weird. Like, no, see, but I I knew the girl because she was uh, going into the new year. She was on my team at the job or whatever, mm-hmm. and she was one of the new trainees I was training. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Oh, you should, yeah, I used to work at the job." I'm like, "Oh, the mask. I didn't recognize you." Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. So, and when she said that, I remember exactly who she was. I'm like, okay, I know who you are. Yeah, see, but see, that, that wasn't that. So that was just like you know, you you automatically went to worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mom went left. Immediately. So I had an experience similar to that, but mm-hmm. mine just actually went to worst case scenario. <laughs> but I didn't expect that to happen. So you know, uh, back in the day, you know, me and you always go to uh, Pizza Hut or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And we would always go with them two girls, and we would just eat pizza, go to before or after a movie or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So one time, <clears throat> I had took my girlfriend at the time because I'll go to the movies with. You and them two girls, but those were some of my girlfriends or whatever. I had a right. girlfriend at the time. Right. So me and my girlfriend went to that Pizza Hut place. Uh-huh. And then the waitress came up to me and was like, oh, hey, I know you. You're the person who comes here with those two girls all the time. Hey, and, I'm like, lady. and I'm like, why would you say that? Like, why in the fuck would you say that? Like, I'm just sitting over here. I'm trying to order. If you don't want a tip, just say that. You don't have to. You don't have to sabotage yourself. Like, all right. So... Uh. So I spent the course of dinner explaining <laughs> that it's not what she thought it was, you know, uh, which is really hard to explain because right. for some reason, dinner. for some reason, my girl always thought I was like cheating. I wasn't. I wasn't. Wow. Okay. But she always thought I was. That That's an insecurity. I, I couldn't deal with something like that. If you just, uh, I might as well do it. Yeah, like if you go accuse me, I might as well go out and do it. Might as well. Like seriously, I would have. I probably would have. The, the second you accuse me of doing it, I'm gonna go out and do it. You know it. what though? To be fair, I did not make her feel very secure. Uh, they say they say you know something reassurance kills like insecurities. Yeah, I gave her zero reassurance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I okay. mean for one, I just didn't really really like her like that. Yeah, and, you and just I, fell into that relationship. It yeah, wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, that is that. a story for another pod for sure. Ooh, like that's good content. Yeah, that's a good. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> all all from a missent text message. Which I think is tough. That is wild. Yeah. That's wild. Speaking of text, speaking of text and messages, mm-hmm. do you think it's okay to keep your ex's news after y'all break up? Those are those were a gift. <laughs> <laughs> those, those were a gift. Yeah. Um, are they in my direct gallery? Um, no. Mm-hmm. Um, am I am I looking at them on a daily basis? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's my choice. These, these were a gift. Right. If I want to keep these, these were a gift. If, that, if that's the case, every woman should give to should give back or throw away all the jewelry, mm-hmm. every everything mm-hmm. that guy has brought you mm-hmm. and given to you mm-hmm. as a gift, you mm-hmm. should throw it away. Mm-hmm. Period. On God. <laughs> Period. And that, that's that's it. I'm, I'm not I'm not taking up for nobody in this scenario. Like I'm not caping. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing a fake feminist thing. Uh-huh. Like, no, like, no. Those were a gift. Yeah. And like, especially if I didn't ask for those, mm-hmm. you just freely give, freely giving them out. Whoop, whoop, whoop. No. Now, do you feel it's a difference from having them archived versus having them immediately accessible? Having them immediately accessible is a problem. Okay. I think that's a problem. Uh, but just having them like, like if you got them on like an old email that you ain't checked in like two years, uh-huh. no big deal. Um, or if you like got them somewhere like on the computer or something like that, mm-hmm. no big deal. Right. Um, but if it's something like that you can just easily get to, or like if a child could easily get to these nudes or whatever, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. You know, and, and I agree with you 100. percent Yeah. Because if you sent them or whatever, I don't care if you sent them to me or if it's like a video of us, especially if I'm in it. 
If I'm in it, there's no way I'm deleting this. <laughs> like I'm a co-star. Lady. Right. I own fifty percent of this. You fooling if you think I'm about to just like oh because we broke up. Like, like, no. like I, I'm gonna tell you I deleted. I'm sure, but you know I got it on like ten different hard drives. Like, like have you not seen my room? Like boy, like it's back backed up. No, that's no. Like that's, I said, like I said, as long as you just keep them for yourself, you're not like leaking them or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, you ain't showing nobody. Like I said, and you you not going back to them like while you're in a new relationship or whatever. Do you think that's bad? I think so. I, I I think I think that rekindles old like old memories and stuff like that. Old old um um attachments. Mm-hmm. It can make you want that person again, even if it's just sexually or whatever. I think that's that's an issue. See, and I and I don't feel like if I go back and I see one, it doesn't make me be like, damn, I want that back. It just makes me think, damn, I had that. I nutted on her face. Like I'm like I'm nah. finished. See, we be different. Like, if I if I see it, oh, I'm like, I want that back. No, I like, see, I don't want it back because like I didn't have it. It makes me want something new. No, not 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 even like like just 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 in the sexual man. Not like no, you I know, don't, I don't want that person. I just I remember those days. Yeah, I remember them. <laughs> yeah, I remember them days, and those were cool. But like, I feel like it's cool to just see and reminisce on again. Like not like to just to just see again. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I wouldn't go out my like. It wouldn't make me be like, yo, I'm a hitter up. Like with the girl, like I'm talking to now, like she she's an old one or whatever. But it ain't like I have some old picture, and I'm like, you know what? Because of this, I'm going to want to hit her up, right, or whatever. And like, but I have old pictures of other people, and I haven't hit them up because, like I said, I had that already. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's just go. That's a rare goat move. That's a that's a goat move. But I I ain't got that kind of. That's why I just like nah. And that's why I like a lot of them. So I may be a hypocrite, but a lot of them I have deleted. Mm. But I but it, I don't feel like it's mandatory to delete them, right? Like like I said, as long as they're not easily accessible, you pick up your phone, you go through them. If it looks like if they're in your phone and it looks like you're cheating, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like it, it should you shouldn't be able to like your guy, your girl shouldn't be able to pick up your phone and you got old or what you perceive as old news. But then to them, it likes this person is sending you news. So how about how about this? You go on your girl phone, mm-hmm. you see news of her. Mm-hmm. That she hasn't sent you. That's a problem. Whoa. Okay. Now. Now. Well, it it it's a, it depends. It depends. Mm-hmm. If like, cause some girls, I do know girls that send their friends like their nudes or whatever. I'm you friends know? with plenty of girls, and none of them have sent me nudes. No, I meant like other girls. No, fuck like, that. No, <laughs> friends are friends, and they're, they're not. They're no. not. I like if your if your girl and her, if your girl and her friends, her other girlfriends. Are semi homo and they send send these kind of things or uh-huh. whatever. Then I think that's you know it's whatever. But you be careful with that. Like they definitely be careful. Oh, especially with that. me. <laughs> especially me. Did you hear episode two? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be be careful with that. Uh, but yeah, if you if you if, if they if they got the news, you ain't send that to me. I, I need that. I need I that. Need, yeah, I need that. Yeah, yeah. So because I mean, they like anything can happen. Like who's what did Captain America say in uh in Civil War? Uh, who's America's ass? Nah, nah, nah. He said uh the the safest hands are still our own. Mm. Something like that. Now, I, I I need those in my hands. Yeah. Like you, they they could be showing those to anybody. Like most of them got kids. Like and then they you know they get to do with crazy dudes. So they go through their phones and then you know that dude can send your picture to his phone mm. and now he's sending it out. Somebody can crack his iPhone and nah nah send that send that to me. Nah for sure. Safekeeping. Got to. Got to definitely. 
So we approaching the one hour mark, Bob. What you got on the docket for the last topic before we get into songs and building blocks? Man, so oh man, I got some small topic. Small win for myself. Oh, we didn't even do sports. God damn it. Small yeah. Is anything happening in sports? Matthew Stafford got traded. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what you think will happen? I think Matthew Stafford is gonna make a deep playoff run. Deep playoff run? Yeah. Like And I think they're gonna win the NFC. Wow. Or be in, can, they're going to go to the NFC title game. Let me phrase that. Okay. So they're going to be one of the final two teams going to the NFC. Nice. Again, I don't know anything about football. Okay. Well, so. well, that's our sports. That That's it. Sports you got, you got the time? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, small win for myself. Uh-huh. I feel like I beat the sneakerheads and the scalpers. Oh, yeah. What happened with this? Okay. So, uh, January 28th is J. Cole's birthday. Right. Um, so last year he... Was that today? <clears throat> oh, no. That's no, a couple days ago. So last year, I don't know if it was on the, on the same date, but he dropped... Um, he did... Puma gave him his own version of uh, of the Dreamer shoe or whatever. Because mm-hmm. this shoe apparently was already out, but like they brought him in and he was able to revamp it and have his own version of it. So it was around the time when... Um, when uh, Return of the Dreamers 3... Okay. Came out. So he had his own shoe or whatever. And like, I was like, oh man, you know, I really wish I had the extra money to get that shoe with the whoop. So didn't have the money, didn't get it. So then, just a couple of days or like around the 21st, 22nd, he uh, he recreated the um, 2014 Forest Hill Drive uh, mm-hmm. album cover. And he did it with the, the new shoes on or whatever. And he's like, hey, you know, January 28th, um, I, had to, I had to take it back, but this time in my own kicks. So he showed up the shoes or whatever. Drop a hey, they drop on January twenty eighth. So I'm like, bet I get paid the day before. I'm getting these shoes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so turn around. I wake up nine o'clock or nine thirty. I wake up because I'm like, look, they gonna sell out. It's gonna be crazy. So I had, I got my phone out. I'm on a Puma site and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm uh, re refreshing it. I'm on my computer. Got that refreshing it, refreshing it. Not nine fifty nine. Refreshing, mm-hmm. refreshing. I, I know this game for sure. So. So I'm like, cool, cool, cool. 10 o'clock hit on my PC. Boom, I got them. So I hurry up, checked out, got them all there. By, by 10.01, I was in my bed back asleep. Mm. Nigga was so happy. And I want you to know, man, that that is an anomaly. If, if, <laughs> and like, I'm glad you got your dub. But as a nigga who, who semi does this, like, I'm, I'm, it's, our fights are different. Definitely. Like, definitely. I, I know, like, that was... That was like a, a, a level five Charmander, like <laughs> versus what you. <laughs> yeah, versus what yeah, you no, I got the level ninety eight Charizard with my one badge, <laughs> and it doesn't do what the fuck I say. So, yes, definitely. But you know, like, I, ain't, I, I ain't got no, I ain't got no new shoes in a minute. And the thing about the crazy thing about me and the shoes is, I don't really so much care about the shoes as I enjoy trying to get them. Okay. I enjoy the chase. I enjoy the process. Right, right, right. The, the luck. See if I can get through all the bots and everybody else is trying to get them. Because then mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, like it's all of these people who wanted these shoes who wasn't able to get them for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I was able to get them. I had the persistence. I persevered and all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I was able to get them. And like I got some uh, Travis Scott's or whatever from Travis Scott Forest or whatever. And I was able to get them for like $250 or whatever. And now they're going for like $890. That's crazy. And I never wore them. So that's that's why I don't wear my shoes. That's crazy. You could pay somebody rent with just you flip that pair of shoes. I paid my own rent with some shoes back when I was living at the apartment. Yeah, oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I sold them black ones and I sold them uh, glow in the dark ones. Yeah, 
And yeah. then, like, what, a year, two years later, you saw the Kobe's when he passed? Oh, did I ever tell the Kobe story? I no, guess it's as didn't. good a time as any. Tell it. All right, so look, um, it was Kobe Day. I forgot what year it was. It might have been 2017, 2016. And um, on eight twenty four, they released these limited edition Kobe Bryant Air Force Ones with, like, Mamba snake skin on them mm-hmm. or whatever. And one shoe had number eight on it. The other shoe had 24 on it. They were, like... They were they were limited, but not like super limited. They were like $150, $160. So I went online, I bought them, and uh I got them delivered. That was it. I put them with my collection, never ever touched them. And then uh, you know, eventually he died. The unfortunate passing of Yeah, Kobe. Unfortunately he passed or whatever. And then the like the next day or two days later, I looked online to see how much these shoes were going for. I looked on StockX. And it showed that these shoes were going for about $1,200. And I looked to see what they were going for before that. So before he died, they were going for about $160, $140. They were going so above and below retail, right around that. And after he died, it went up to $1,200. That's crazy. And I'm like, man, like what kind of person would I be to try and make money off of Kobe Bryant's death? So anyway, I went on StockX. I listed them. I listed them for about. <laughs> I listed them for about because uh, I think the other person had their shoes listed for like one thousand two hundred fifty dollars. So I put mine on there for one thousand two hundred forty nine, because um, the lowest bid gets accepted first. Right. So I put them on there. I'm at work. I get a notification. You know, your order, your bid has been accepted. Ship your shoes. Nice. And then um, I went on ahead, shipped them to StockX. Had my twelve hundred dollars the next day. And didn't I, you pay your card out with that? No, nah, my card not only like two hundred dollars. Like, so I no. You tell me you paid something with that. I probably pay like property taxes or something. Yeah, that's what it was. Might have been property that's taxes or something. Yeah, that's what it was. and um, but you know it's cool. And like I said, that's why I buy shoes. That's why I don't wear the shoes because I think I look up, I look at them as an investment. Yeah, and that's a time that an investment paid off crazy. Imagine somebody if somebody told you, yo, if you give me one hundred fifty dollars. In uh, two years, I'll give you $1,200. That's nuts. You probably wouldn't even believe them. Right. Or whatever. But so people was like, you know what? You should have. You should have held on to them. You should have held on to them. The value is going to go up. The value is going to go up. But I know niggas and I know shoes. Uh-huh. And people are very emotional when somebody passes or whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get to Zaman again. So right. I went ahead and I posted them. They got so. And I've been looking ever since. Ever since I sold my pair, nobody shoes. The highest it's been sold for is like six hundred fifty dollars. Wow! So I would have made half the amount, right? Or I'd have been, or I just had to keep them, right? Just so as, as much as I love Kobe, as much as I like the shoes, that's twelve hundred. That's twelve hundred dollars. Kobe ain't never put it twelve hundred in your pocket until never. now, never. until that day. So yeah, that's good flip. Speaking of investments, though, dog, this uh-huh. GameStop. Oh boy, yeah. We gotta we gotta do at least five five minutes or okay, at for least sure. Five. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, this GameStop. Thing with with Reddit and Wall Street bets, man. Um, so I did my limited amount of digging into this thing, mm-hmm. and it's nuts. Nuts. And niggas is sick. Millionaires is sick about sick. this. Uh, for the people that don't know, you want to fill them in. Okay. So what happened is GameStop stock GME um, has rose about a couple thousand percent over the past week or so. And the reason it's done so is because these big billionaire uh, investment groups and hedge funds decided to short the stock of GameStop. 
And in layman's terms, to short a stock means you are betting that the stock will drop. So if the stock is $15 and then it goes down to 14, you win. If the stock is 15, it goes up to 16, you lose. And for every dollar that it for every for whatever the amount is that it goes up, you have to pay that. So the investment people like, no, yeah, we're going to short GameStop. So when people started buying GameStop, it started driving it up. Right. So, so they started losing money. They started losing money because they were thinking it was going to go from 15 to 14 to 13. Right. But it's still from 15 to 50 to 100, 200, 300. So these big investment companies have lost in the billions of dollars, billions of dollars betting against GameStop. And these niggas on Reddit was like, "Oh, you fucking with GameStop, nigga? Power to the players, nigga!" <laughs> and they rose the st- and they rose the stock up. Yeah. And then the first person who did it was this was some it was some crazy internet name like Good Fucking Value. That's like his Reddit name. Okay. So he was the first person to do it. He put in fifty thousand dollars. Wow. So that fifty thousand dollars he put in, I think at the highest turned into like nine million dollars. So he took about three million of that out, and he left six of it in Nuts. or whatever. But the nigga was just on the internet, fucking around, putting in fifty thousand dollars. Nigga became a millionaire, fucking around overnight, overnight, That's literally crazy. overnight. That's so. So the part that I figured out was apparently there's this guy who, just like every every other major uh, major industry, he's playing both sides of the coin. So he'll go out and he will report that yeah, this company is doing bad. Um, they just switched to this CEO where they're doing this and this it's going to drop immediately. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the main people that's betting against these companies. Mm-hmm. So he'll go out, give a bad review about this company mm-hmm. and then turn around and bet against it, mm-hmm. knowing that it's going to drop. Mm-hmm. And so he's one of the people that, that are actively against stopping like Robin Hood or mm-hmm. whatever uh, from or stopping people from or stopping Robin Hood from paying people out right. or having these people trade or whatever. Right. It's crazy. So apparently... On uh, if you want to look up the Reddit thread, it's r slash um, Wall Street Bets, mm-hmm. and apparently they they are like they're targeting different uh, different things. Yeah. I don't know how true it is. Please don't go and put your money into this off my word. Yeah, but they said it was BlackBerry next. Yeah, like Nokia, BlackBerry. Yeah, it was like Nokia, that. BlackBerry, AMC. AMC was a big one. Yeah, and because yeah, yeah. uh, I actually crazy thing, I actually had some AMC stock. And I had bought like three or four shares when it was at like three bucks. Uh-huh. And then I ended up selling it because they was filing for bankruptcy. So my $3 went down like $1.50 or some Ooh. shit like that. So I just cashed it out and I gave my four fifty, gave uh-huh. my $4 back or whatever. And then the shit went up to like 13 bucks or whatever. So mm. so that's where it's about it's about 11 now. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, that just shows how the stock market can be man- manipulated. But they've been doing it for the longest, yep, absolutely. Ju- but it was until we found out. Yeah, no, you can't let poor niggas have yeah. money. It was they, they call us the the retail the retail investors. We yeah. can't find out. Yeah, no, that's crazy um, because the wealthy people have to stay wealthier, than right? You. If yeah. they don't want you like at their tables, they don't want you in their neighborhoods, right? Especially if you're black. But anyway, that's not. Yeah, like, that's, that's a different topic. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's insane. That is insane. How that's insane. Just... And um, you know, I've always dabbled in investing. I guess. See, I never have. I never. And the more I talk to you about it, the more I see like, the more I get like into it. But I just. You know me, I just do not gamble. You don't. All. I don't gamble for nothing. You know, like I, I'll, I'll make little handshake bets, but it like don't put money on it. No. So, so speaking of bets, so you know, uh, we talked about it. The uh, online sports bets have been made legal in Michigan recently. Yeah. And 
going to the stock market is pretty much just like that. Mm-hmm. But if you do a sports bet and you lose, you lose all your money. If you go to the stock market and you like quote unquote lose, you don't lose it all. Okay. You lose the difference. So like I said, if you buy something at twenty dollars a share, then it goes down to fifteen dollars a share. You still get your fifteen dollars per just share. Lose five. Right per okay. share. But like I said, if it goes up, you know what I'm saying you get that too. You get that back okay. or whatever. So. I don't know. Like I said, I consider the stock market kind of like gambling, but it, it definitely is gambling. Like I, I think it is. I think it's gambling, and it's it's a. I do think it might be a bigger rush. It might be easier to manipulate versus like these casinos and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, as we can see. Right. Like just, but it's power to the people, man. If y'all, if y'all, you know, want to get into investing, definitely, you know, look into it or whatever. Look up that Wall Street bets or yeah, Wall Street bets on Reddit. Um, find a good a good. Thread or good group to get into or whatever. Um, just be careful. Just be careful out there, man. Like it's it's your money, your livelihood. You know, people gonna be watching you about that stuff. So be careful. For sure. But so, I think that's it. You got anything else? No, that's about it. So yeah. we got we got songs though. You know, I'm always eager to put somebody yeah. on some unknown artists and some unknown song. Of course, of course. I'm gonna let you go first. I said I took it off last time, so I'm gonna let you go first. All right. So the song I'm gonna be playing first is a song called Let me see which one I wanna play though, man. I got so many low-key hits. Bangers. You know what? I'm gonna play this one song called Going Through the Motions by right. Kazi. That was Kazi going through the motions. That's actually really dope. I like you know, man. I, you know, I'm not really with that melodic stuff, but you know, you play some pretty good hits. Yes, man. I have good. I have great taste in music. You have really good taste in music. I, I just, I mean, I just, I'm just not with that melodic stuff, man. That's all. That's like, on you. You know, I like my hip hop backpacker, hippity yeah, hippity hop hop. Nigga, spiritual miracle, miracle yeah. whip. Nigga. Yes, nigga. Yes, I love it. So once again, I'm putting on for the city, uh, playing somebody already y'all may not have heard of, uh, or maybe you have, maybe you have. I don't know. It's a guy named uh, Nolan the Ninja, um, really super dope artist or whatever. Um, I think he's from the West Side though, but he's still gang. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the title of this song is called Yen. This is Nolan the Ninja Yen. Ninja Yen, Yarn Eternal Nirvana. Man, good, you know I track. I like that. Dope, right? Yeah. He he produced that too. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 make beats and he uh, and he write. I wish uh, I could produce. I don't have the patience though. Dude, I don't either. I don't have the patience to rap. My successful verse is coming though. My successful verse coming. Finish your thing, Bob. So look, so yeah. <laughs> no, I miss I miss the third verse on on rap songs. Like that's how you know niggas ain't got bars no more. Mm-hmm. I miss the third verse. Like, but you know what though, the third verse was just eventually rendered unnecessary because radio play. Yeah. So look, if you go hook verse hook verse hook, you don't really need it. If you go verse hook verse hook, maybe just mm-hmm. because for like time. For yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. I, I think it definitely correlates into the whole streaming era. You stream a song faster, more money, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I just missed the third verse, man. Like, give me another another sixteen. Give me another thirty-two. But you know what? I feel like for the most part, for a lot of the songs that I really really like, I feel like the second verse is better than the third. With some artists, yeah, because you you can tell they just trying to stretch it. You know, I need a third verse here, third verse. So I feel, I feel like now, but I'm I'm cool with this, and I feel like the third verse should be exclusively reserved for features. I'm, I'm okay with that. 
like I'm okay with that. And it, it but it does make songs longer. Like that song is four minutes long, four mm-hmm. minutes twelve seconds. Like, but I can do it. Like it's a good song. And my song was song. like a minute fifty nine. Yeah, good song. <laughs> but Let's going through the motions, man. Anyway, that was the Black Talk podcast, man. Yeah. But before we go, three. we got building blocks, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got building blocks, man. Let me give y'all a little something to ride home to, man. A little something to think about. We got to give me a segment. Yeah, think think about something, man. I'm think thinking of, something. Think about something. I mean, it won't probably be nearly as insightful as yours. <laughs> probably be just look, man. I gotta I gotta get a people a little or something. You know, know. what about do like light skin commandments or something? <laughs> light skin commandments. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a quote. I think uh, I think y'all uh, y'all don't recognize. Bro, you got your do rag tucked into your hat. Why? <laughs> Yo, hey, y'all here lacking? That's like the opposite of what 50 Cent did. Like they people, <laughs> niggas used to roll it up into the do-rag. He got to roll into that hat. He got to roll into that hat, boy. Hold that's, on level. That's tough. All right, man. This quote is by a Lebanese poet, a Lebanese writer by the name of Khalil Gibran. One of my favorite ones, actually. Um, your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. It is the bitter potion by which the physician within, within you heals your sick self. Therefore, Trust the trust the physician and drink his remedy in silence and tranquility. Khalil Gibran. I'm gonna have to listen to that again. Yeah, check it out, man. It's it's actually from uh, the Boondocks. Like that, that's where I first heard it when uh, they're on the boat when uh, when uh, Granddad's uh, friend passed uh, Momo guns when he passed and they on the boat. Was that season three? I don't remember. I didn't see season three. Oh yeah, but they on the boat and he is like, uh, they say, yeah, Hugh, Hugh, say something nice, say something, say something good over. Oh over yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then the, the little hater was like, man, that ain't even rhyme. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's it's actually it's a dope it's a dope uh, dope quote or whatever. Um, just sometimes you gotta sit with yourself and think, man. Like yo, like the pain you feeling, you know what I mean? It's it's your body letting you know something. So sit. Think about it. See what your body is trying to tell you. You know what I mean? Uh, whether that be mental, physical, whatever, spiritual. But yeah, that's it. That's your building blocks for this week on the block. All right, and I think that's the end of the Block Talk Podcast episode yeah, three. Episode three, man. You got yeah. anything else before we go, Bob? I ain't got nothing, man. I'm ready to eat. You got anything in turn? Yeah, she made Alfredo. Man, I love it. Yo, uh, love it. the girl we talking to, she refuses to make me Alfredo because she calls it Alfredo. <laughs> Chill, <laughs> yo. That's what I say. Like I go to I go to Olive Garden and get this. Right, man. <laughs> this but, is an upscale meal. <laughs> no, anyway, man. Thank y'all for joining the Block Talk podcast. So we about to go get some Alfredo. Yeah, man. Check it out. Peace. Peace.